It's April 24th, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Welcome back to our normal programming of the Weekly Rundown. As last week, we celebrated our one-year anniversary of the show, so we had a nice little celebration episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out. It's 53 minutes, but Abisoli and I shared a lot of great stories on why we got started, our favorite memories, and some other fun banter. Uh, But that was last week, and this is this week, so well, let's get into it. I'm glad you could join us. As always, we drop these weekly rundowns every Friday. We use this time to talk about what's happening in Milwaukee running scene on a real-time stream. We talk about what's happening with upcoming races to relevant topics, though we've had to deviate from most of that recently. We're still making these fun and getting through them. As always, I'm joined by the man who makes this show possible. If it wasn't for this guy, we wouldn't be here. Apostoli, welcome. And, and if it wasn't for you, Alex, I would be drinking my wine watching a movie right now. But I'm happy to be here. Sounds nice. What movie would you be watching? Uh, I'm in the middle of The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I had to stop it because I was tired. But I'm also considering Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's... Nice. Everybody's saying we should watch it. But my friend uh, Alex, which is you, uh, mentioned that we should watch The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay. Which has been on my list for a while, but never really... I, I never get to the point of saying this is the one tonight. I have 40, 40 movies on my list and on Netflix and it's never the one. Um, what is it called? One Time in Las Vegas? I've totally butchered the name. What's the, what's the movie? Leaving Las Vegas? No, what's the movie you were just going to watch? Once Upon a Time um, in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Tarantino. I told, I told you I butchered it. That looks so good. We have to watch that. But it's three hours and 20 minutes. Anyway, we don't it's have a marathon. It takes me that long to do a marathon in my <laughs> dreams. In my dreams. Oh, hey, fun fact. Jenny Zwagerman, past guest of the show, who you're going to hear on our celebration series you're releasing, uh, just ran a marathon for fun last weekend. And she did it in three hours. So, Wow. It w- was it part of the Milwaukee Marathon uh, virtual thing but or no? No, she just was feeling it. So she did it. It's, it's crazy. Her and her husband, they just do these impromptu races. He did a full Ironman just by by himself that, that's just that's that's really great that is uh, so many of us have to legitimize the fact that we're running a race and we have an official time and all these things and these guys just run <laughs> for the heck of it no way that these, was probably the coolest coolest thing like i've ever witnessed tyler her jenny's husband wanted to do an iron man but didn't want to pay for it so what did we do? He we went from Atwater Beach. He swam with us. They went. They put a cone where he needs to turn around. Him and his friend swam to the cone, swam back, biked, took the Oak Leaf Trail all the way up to um, like where's the turnaround point? Maybe Sheboygan or somewhere. Biked back and then did a bunch of down and backs through the Oak Leaf, and then did the marathon. And here's the kicker on the marathon: not to hit any traffic. He did the entire marathon on the Oak Leaf Trail from Hampton all the way down to the art museum. And he did, I don't know how many laps How many back is. and forths. Well, if it's Hampton, well, the half marathon, the Estabrook half marathon, the Strider half marathon in August, 
that goes from pretty much Hampton to the museum and back. So that's probably oh, he did it. So he did it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, there's I a couple of like loops. Five. So he probably three times. Yeah. And this yeah. goal was to to start at sunrise and finish before sunset, and he did it, and it was insane to watch and kind of help crew. And then did uh, you participate? Yeah, you did something with that. Yeah, we. I, I've, I mean, some of our friends like bike and swam and ran with him. Um, I couldn't even keep up with him on his slowest part of his marathon because he's that fast. So uh, we crewed. I took a lot of photos. I was the photo guy. I documented it. I feel like that that's some credit. Uh, but that was uh, that was pretty insane. Okay. Back on track. Perks of being a wildflower. One more side story. We were watching that when you came over. So we <laughs> were watching this last Friday and all our windows and like front door was open, right? It was dark, but like our house is glowing with light and our TV. And you scared the living daylights out of us when you knocked on the door because you, uh, you and Maria were running. Dude, we were into it. I think tears were coming down my face. It was insane. That's such a good movie. I might watch it again. Well, by the way, we did try calling you and Christina a few times. Yeah, but I don't then know we what... had to be creepers and peer <laughs> into your 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 open door in the middle of winter. Uh, we didn't stay. You made it sound like we visited over. Do not visit your oh, friends no. right now. Yeah, we, we... we just stood far away from the door and we dropped off some yeah. some homemade bread. Uh, um, but well, we were going to keep this episode short, but we're five minutes in and all we've been doing is bantering about side stuff. So let's get into it. Apostoli, happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day week. Earth Day, Earth Day was Wednesday. It's not. This is probably the best Earth Day the Earth has had in the past 70, 80 years <laughs> because of this lockdown. It's um, the, the Earth is having a field day. It should be called Earth Field Day right now because there's yeah. so many great oh things happening for, have you for, seen... for the planet. Have you seen all those photos of like before and like current photos of like cities with smog issues and everything and just like uh, satellite mappings of it? It's crazy. It's amazing. Just from like China to LA to India, just all the smog issues just gone right now. Crystal clear. That's super cool. All right, well, we're going to talk about a couple local uh, a race and a store that are doing great things to give back to the earth as well. We asked you guys, the listeners, where your favorite places to run in Milwaukee are. So let's start with the Lakefront Marathon. We had Scott on episode six last year. Uh, Scott is the race director of the Lakefront Marathon, if you do not know. He is a very ambitious man and had a lot of uh, big ideas coming down the pipeline for last year and this year. And one of the big things was to be more environmental friendly. So Abistoli, you want to kind of take this one away? Well, when he did come on the show and he mentioned that they had that as a goal, uh, Mimosa, my uh, my restaurant and sponsor of the show, uh, has set that as a goal for us to be environmentally friendly and we are actually plastic free since 2019 uh we've been plastic free for all our packaging or all to go packaging uh which is now all we do is to go which is great because uh now we're it, it really matters now whereas before we were mostly dining um and when i heard that he had that goal i have a few contacts and in, in you know uh, companies that are helping 
restaurants and whoever uh, take the more um, you know biodegradable, compostable way of uh, of packaging. So I I connected him to I connected Scott to somebody that I knew, and uh, you know it makes it makes a big impact when this this is a huge race, right? Uh, this is not just the restaurant that gives one cup for every person that orders. This is a race where when he told me, when Scott told me the amount, the number of cups that they are going to need and how many they actually buy every year, I was just boggled. It was 50,000 cups that he needed. Uh, even the supplier that I connected him to was like, whoa, I have to get in touch with the factory, not just my um, my, my middleman. Uh, so it's it's... It's great that Scott was able to set that as a goal, along with some other people on his team, right? It's not just Scott, but I think Scott leads a lot of these crazy ambitious goals, as you call them, an ambitious man. Uh, he has uh, Dr. Karen Schwartz on his team, who's an environmental um, conservative. Cons- she's a biologist, I believe, that uh, deals with uh, conservation of uh, ecologies and and. Uh, many such subjects that I I wouldn't do them much justice if I talk about them, but uh, she's a very knowledgeable person that has been in charge of, she is the sustainability, the marathon sustainability captain. So, um, you know, you, you see it all, you see all these races, whether it's a 5k, a 10k, a half marathon, a hundred miler. Um, it's such a short time period. It's just a few hours. So one day, in most cases, the amount of waste that is created in these races has a huge impact on our environment. And a lot of these races, I'm pretty sure they don't do the best they can in terms of whether it's recycling and most likely not uh, biodegrading uh, you know, their cups or, or taking them to compost. Uh, Lakefront Marathon actually did that and it's just a huge congratulations to them because you know we're not talking about boston marathon as somebody that has the pressure from somebody else saying hey you really need to you know you really need to do this it's them by themselves saying let's set that as a goal and see if we can achieve it let's reach for the stars how do you say it alex let's reach for the stars and if you if you miss you get to the moon (laughs) no it's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shoot for the shoot for the moon and if you miss you'll land amongst the stars which makes no sense physically i mean if you if you believe in real physics and not flat earth um probably not how you how it would be so reach for the stars get to the moon so that's how that's how scott is and uh we really appreciate that he's he's doing that for the earth for us it, it feels good to be good to the earth and yeah also he's got more more things in store he's got more things in store i tried to call him today and it was a little bit later in the day so i'm sure he didn't get a chance to check his voicemail i told him that if he could tell us what he's up to for next year uh i'm sure he has a lot more going on for this uh for this marathon coming yeah the cool thing about that is like the biodegradable cups and just the more sustainable products or whatever are they cost more money for these races right it's not cheap to do it i remember he was telling us how much more these cups cost per cup and it was like astronomically higher almost double almost double price yeah almost double the price and it's like 
it's good to know that, you know, the Badgerland Striders are a great organization and aren't in it to like just try to make as much money as possible. Um, you know, they're in it for all the right reasons as like why we're runners and support them. So I think that's, that's really awesome. And uh, also our friends over at Performance Running Outfitters um, are doing a really cool thing. They've teamed up, they teamed up with probably the coolest name for an organization ever. It's called Souls for Jesus. <laughs> Come on, that's I love that name. Souls for Jesus. <laughs> Souls, Souls for, for Jesus. Souls for Jesus. And what you can do is you drop off your used running shoes at Pro, and then Pro gives them to Souls for Jesus. And what Souls for Jesus does, they're a local um, organization started by uh, a couple. Uh, I think they went to Africa and they kind of saw that, you know, people really didn't have shoes and they were in need for this. So they started this organization and basically they take these donated shoes and give them to people in Africa. So go take your running shoes, take them to pro, drop them off and they'll be reused. I mean, we've been doing it. It's one of my favorite things is every like six months, just collect all their old shoes, take them over to pro, give them to them. The cool thing about Souls for Jesus I mean, you can go Google them and check them out, is they um, they really team up with everyone. So if you have a business and you want to have a box at your, at your business or at your school or at your church or at your organization, um, they'll basically work with anyone because they're just here to collect these shoes. And I know to us, they're worn out shoes because they've, you know, we've put 400 miles on them and we're starting to get injured. But for a lot of these cities and communities that where people don't have any of these shoes, this is a great way to give back and not just throw these shoes in the landfill, right? But actually give back and ha- give them double, triple the life that they're currently in. Yep. And yeah, and as you said, Alex, and most likely they won't, they probably, unless you have smelly feet, they probably won't think that they're, that they're used. It's because we have such high standard of how, you know what a worn shoe looks like we're very pampered yeah or, uh, or in this in this western world unfortunately so yeah, like, you know the slightest the slightest sign that our knee hurts the shoes are out the door so you know you call it wasteful but i think that now we can give back i think that's awesome so two great thanks. organizations doing for- great things in town thanks guys that's greatly appreciated and i'm sure there's yeah, more thanks for mentioning that alex i'm yeah. sure there's more i never i didn't I didn't know about the souls for Jesus. I, you know, I go I go into pro all the time, and I never noticed. So yeah, so thanks. For, I'm gonna definitely gonna be doing. That. I'm gonna be looking in my closet tonight. And, and you guys should. Everybody should. And if you guys listening know anyone that's doing great things like this, let us know. We'll be happy to share in the next episodes. All right. So let's hear from you guys. As we know, Milwaukee is the best place to run. As runners, we get to celebrate running outside every time we go for a run to get to enjoy nature. So there are some incredible places to run in this city, in this county. Whether you're hearing these for the first time and you want to go check them out, or maybe it's a place you haven't been to in a long time and it's sparking some memories, we hope you go out and enjoy these places because we enjoy them. You enjoy them. We want everyone to enjoy them. But right now, do it by yourself and social distance yourself. A lot of these answers, actually, I like because they're not all where everybody's congregating. It's these places so everybody can spread out a little bit. So get us some ideas, people. If you if where you typically go is very congregated, try some of these ones. Yes, yes. Like the Oak Leaf Trail is always very packed. Try some other stuff. All right, so let's start with Richard Dodd. He is the latest Cream City Pacers guest. 
go listen to that episode if you haven't. It's great. Richard takes us down Milwaukee running memory lane and shares some great stories with us. Uh, Richard's favorite place to run is Whitnell Park, which we're going to hear that theme through a lot of these answers, and the Root River Parkway. It takes him back to when he first became a distance runner in 1974. Uh, our friend Andrea Webb says, South Shore to Grant Park and back. Uh, brings up great memories from cross-country days, and I still like the route. I think that's a beautiful route. As you guys know, South Shore was my first half marathon, so there is a lot. That, that race has a, has a big place in my heart, and that route on the way back, when you're coming back to South Shore, those last couple miles, and you can see the city, the skyline, and when you're up on the bluff, it's just, it's just beautiful. Um, let's see here. Jump over to the other page. Uh, Richard's two favorite places are Whitnell Park and the KK Parkway between McCartney and Jackson Parks. Whitnell Park's great. I've never run the KK Parkway. Have you? No. I've walked really. through Jackson Park once, so I know where that is over kind of on the south side, but I don't know what the KK Parkway is. I'll have to go check that is out it? and do some exploring. Is it related to Kinnikinnick Avenue? It's got to be, right? Okay. I don't yeah, know. We'll look this up. Um, I, I, we should know this, but we don't. We learn something new every day. Uh, Annette sent a sweet selfie. She says, along the lakefront to see the lighthouse. So that's uh, the Red Lighthouse and Lakeshore State Park. That's a good selfie. Uh, Nikki says, Whitnell Park. I love when the beer garden is open in the summer. I love By to the run way, up the giant hill. It's closed right now. The Lakeshore Park. Sorry to interrupt, but Lakeshore, I just tried to park. I just tried to run there, and I couldn't. They blocked that all off. I came from Third Ward side, and I could not get in. So don't run there right now, guys. Um, you could break in. I broke into the Oak Leaf Trail when they were still working on it a couple of years ago. It was. It felt great. A lot of people did, Wait. but I really broke in. Actually, at one point, you cannot go. You had to climb over, and I went from the top, and I that I did some crazy stunts in order to get in it. Wow, you're. I don't. I don't do many. I don't do many illegal things. So you're, this is really my. You, it makes me feel badass. You're a daredevil, but, and you just swore. We just talked I about just swore. this. No oh, swearing no, on the man. show after our, our shenanigans last badass. week. Badass is not a. Oh is my! It, is it a bad? I said it again. Yes, you can't Are we gonna bleep say this? As oh, wow. Uh, I feel like a guest on these night shows, like you know the late night shows. Sometimes you see some bad boys that that swear. <laughs> I just want to be oh, a bad man. boy. <laughs> All right, gonna... we'll keep going. Okay. Uh, Maisie says the Hank Aaron Trail down through three bridges and back. That's a beautiful route. Paul said Whitnell Park. Uh, growing up in Glendale. He says he thinks he guesses he's probably ran that hundreds of times. That's pretty cool. Um, John says uh, the Lakeshore downtown, which is beautiful. Run there a lot. Caitlin Wright, winner of the social giveaway contest at South Shore Park. I think I just said this, but we'll read her response. Specifically, the last half mile before you come back to the park, where you can see the whole city and the skyline and our beautiful lake. It always reminds me how lucky I am to have so many beautiful places to run. Boom! Said beautifully. Rachel says along the river, uh, like I would assume this is by um, the Milwaukee River Trail, uh, because it feels like the middle of nowhere in the middle of everything. That's great. Oh, this is a great yeah. photo, too. 
Another Springs well blooming. Put. Very well put. Also, she says a long lake drive for the beautiful architecture and views, which I really like because when you think lake, like running along the lake shore, you think of the lake and you know everything that comes with that, the sunrises, the beaches, but you know the architecture in those houses are beautiful. So very well put. They're very beautiful. Veronica, Kai, and John all agreed with Rachel on that. So fan favorite. And Rachel just responded as we're recording this. Just above the sur. Oh, she was explaining where she was. That's cool. All right. Myron says he loves running the KK Parkway into Jackson Park and the South Shore Pavilion into Sheridan Park. Love it. Chase says along the lakeshore. Uh, Chase and I run that route all the time. So I'm glad that's his favorite route and I can enjoy it with him. Mary said the county grounds in Tosa. So I think Mary's referring to where like the Hardfest Half Marathon runs around. If you are Mary, that is a beautiful area. And the only time I ever run it is when I do the Hardfest Half, which has been like twice. So I want to get out there more. I think that's a great area. Jenny says the River Walk. Thomas says the River Trails by the Oak Leaf. Dan brings up the great point of the lakefront. The feel of the wind, the crashing of the waves. It's all so calming. Couldn't agree with you more, Dan. Don't 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 the don't the cars bother you though? The cars, the car. I'm a weirdo when it comes to the cars. So, like the Oak Leaf Trail, it's a pretty wide trail, right? And then there's a lot of like green space on the side of it. When you're running that, there's like nothing to compare your speed to, and it just feels. I feel like trapped. Like I'm not going anywhere, and it's taking me forever. But like when I have the motion of the cars and things going on around me, I feel like it grounds me and gives me some like of the, I don't know if it's energy or puts me in a place where I can kind of understand my speed to other things. So the cars don't bother me. I actually really enjoy the cars. But I... You're, you're just a big city boy, Alex. You belong to the... You belong in New York. Big city boy. Not right now. Not, in, not, not current New York. I live downtown Milwaukee. Um, that was... That's probably as big a city as I'll get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sheila says, any trail through a wooded area. So peaceful and majestic. Amen to that. Monica, this is kind of funny. She loves to run the river trail, uh, but not when it's too slippery. The last time she did that, she hit her head on a branch. She, I want to know that story. You could think oh, if it was too slippery, you'd fall, not necessarily hit your head on a branch. But we'll have to well, we'll have to get some clarification she, on that. Well, she slipped and, and th didn't she get an award for this a banana award at the Milwaukee Running Group uh, yearly oh, the, awards for best fall? I think she I think she got some. I don't. I think she was nominated. I don't know. Now with kids, anyway. uh, with kids, how we atta attack those kind of events is we get there before it starts, eat the snacks, and then leave. <laughs> Before they have a meltdown. I remember the days back in the day where we were one, you were one of six people left there. Out of a hundred people that were there initially, you were, you and I and a few others, Christina and Patrick and a couple of others, Clint, we were there and you put on, you started being the DJ and you put on LCD, what do you call them? LCD sound Your favorite system. Band. LCD sound system, uh, dance yourself clean. He started dancing, and it was the first time I saw, uh, uh, we kind of bonded. I was like, "Hey, this is a cool guy, actually," because I never really knew you before that. <laughs> and then we started running. Dude, that's a hilarious. That? I don't remember that. I don't. I mean, that sounds everything like I would do, but I don't remember that. That's cool. I like that. That's a 
You used to be cool before before you had kids, I guess. I used to be cool. Well, I, I feel like I still am cool. <laughs> you're very let cool. T- you're no, no. You're let very me t- cool. I'm being <laughs> oh, very, thanks. very facetious. <laughs> no, you're very cool. Let me tell you this. Look Go at all the, the things you do. Being to the party first means you get first to all the snacks. And you know I'm a big snack guy. Before all the germs and before the coronavirus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Infected on everything. Big, big snack guy. Big snack guy over here. Okay, okay. Let's keep going. Veronica Brewer. She enjoys the Milwaukee River Trail. Each section of the trail has its own personality. And it's fascinating to see how it changes from week to week. From dead-looking plants to buds to full bloom. That's true. Every time you run that a different season, it feels like you're in a totally different environment. All right, let's pop up. Oh, guys, I didn't screw up. Oh, that was all of them. Well, let's see. Do we have any more? One, two, three, four. That was all of them. Boom. There's a lot of places to run right there. Is there any that we didn't mention, Apostoli, that you like to run? Uh, no, not really. But I will say about Whitnell Park. Whitnell Park is the largest park in Milwaukee County and probably the closest thing we have to the uh, Central Park, right? Which is arguably one of the best parks in the world. Um, I like I like Whitnell. I feel like there's not a lot of routes in there. It's just very, there's big streets and you can't really mix and match too much. So it has gotten a little boring uh, for me in the past the oak leaf man i it, it, we always talk about this i love the oak leaf i love the fact that the oak leaf is here it's a it's a brilliant thing it's an old most of it downtown at least is old train tracks which is a brilliant way to utilize something that is not useful anymore kind of like the speaking of new york in new york they have the high line uh park right have you been which is an all converted raised train track right by chelsea and um, a couple of other areas over there and they converted into a park and milwaukee did this you know years before this urban repurposing started happening around the world so kudos to milwaukee kudos to milwaukee for really keeping it keeping it very much well maintained always well plowed I've run that thing all the way up to almost Grafton. It's uh, it's fascinating that you know this thing this thing exists right here, and I think it's the closest thing we have to the Central Park. Even though it's not as big and it's not as wide and it's not as um, you know it's, it doesn't feel like a park. The Oak Leaf Trail has that same quality that the that the Central Park has, which is you leave the city and you feel like you're transported somewhere else. When, I, when I'm on the Oak Leaf, especially around Shorewood area, uh, not Shorewood, but Cambridge Woods and Cambridge Heights, uh, that just makes me feel like I'm not in the city anymore. And that's what we need. That's our connection to Earth. Speaking of Earth Day, that's what we need, that contrast of you're in the city and then you connect to uh, to to nature, such an important thing, such an important thing right now, uh, and we have so much of it around here in Milwaukee, not just in the city but outside the city. There's all these trails, 
that I don't know much about and I, I want to explore, what do you call them out there? West wards. There's all these trails. What There's one trail called the... What's the name, Alex? Uh, are you speaking like Lapham Peak? Lapham Peak. We got Lapham Peak right here. Nobody mentioned that. Did anybody mention Lapham Peak? Um, no, they did not. But that's a great that's a great place. It's closed right now, probably. Well, hey, Isn't even it? take it like let's bump it a little bit farther. I mean, the Ice Age Trail runs right right at our county boundaries, and that's a great place. You know, the Ice Age Trail is incredible. Our friend, guest of the pod, Annie, ran the entire thing. So she knows a thing or two about the Ice Age Trail. But, no, very well. But it took her, like, what, 21 days? 22? Yeah. Insane. <sighs> Man, our ultra-running friends are just, like, incredible human beings. All of our running friends are incredible for what you guys can do. But it's uh, it's cool to see stories that are, like, new, right, that you haven't heard about before. Um yeah, these are a lot of great places. Uh, to me, I kind of started my running when I was in downtown Milwaukee when I was living there. So I'll share my really favorite route. It's like a five-mile loop. Start at start at the art museum, run down Wisconsin till you hit like fifth, run up to uh, the old Bradley Center grounds and now the Pfizer Forum, run up through there, down to lakefront brewery and then head all the way up the hill to the um north ave park i think it's called like kilborn park or something that is the best mm. view of the city and that hike up that hill is a brutal and then what you do is you jet down that take north ave you can either decide to take it to the lake and take the lake back or you can hop on the oak leaf trail and take the oak leaf trail back to the art museum and that's like a beautiful five mile loop and there's you just so get to see the entire city and you get to see the city from up top. You get to climb up to the top. You get to see you're like almost underground. It feels like when you're on the Oak Leaf Trail underneath North Ave there, you get to see the beautiful lakefront. You get to run. I mean, the heart of downtown is Wisconsin Ave from like the art museum up to fifth. So you really get to see the core of the city of Milwaukee on that route. So that, that always has a place yeah. in my heart. Like when people come to Milwaukee and they're like, let's go run. Like that's the route I take them on. Yeah, and you see the lake as you said when you come down North Avenue towards the lake from the from the water tower. Yeah, you know, and you're running Beautiful down view. North, amazing view. Yeah, like North Ave is a very cool individualized street. So you're like, hey, you know, this is like what Milwaukee's made out of these types of these types of streets with like really cool businesses, uh, right from from all over. So, well, Abbasoli. Thanks for celebrating Earth Day. This was a lot of fun. And thank you guys for sharing your favorite places to run. It was great reading them and just kind of seeing where you guys run and your favorite places. So um, until next Friday, keep on running.